news for a Waffle Butt Media podcast. What's poppin', Schweg Nation? Welcome to this episode of the Schwegcast. I hope you had a fantastic Halloween. I hope it was just enough spooky for you. No matter what your preference on the spooky level, some people like it a little more spi- spicy spooky. Some people like it a little mild spooky. I was hoping it was the right level of spooky for you. I'm your host, like always, Sam Schwegler, and... For those of you new to the show, thank you for listening. Uh, you're here, you're awesome, and you obviously know what's up since uh, you're listening. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope it compels you spiritually to subscribe and to also leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts on. And also don't forget to check out our great network, Wafflebutt Media, with their great shows, other channel shows along with this one, like Bruised and the Boys and America the Podcast. Today on the show, I have Rachel Tripp uh, to talk about what she's been up to. Uh, she's working on a new EP, and that's pretty exciting, and uh, I'm excited for that pageantry. So this is we're just talking about what she's been up to and all that stuff like that, and it's actually been one of the most fun interviews I've gotten to do so far doing this podcast. So what we talk about in this episode, like most episodes, we talk about keeping up with the Kardashians and, you know, what they've been up to. You know, we were keeping up with the Kardashians, if you say it like that. We even talk a little bit about Demi Lovato. And, of course, we actually talk about her music, you know, her new EP pageantry coming out, and uh, which I'm personally excited for. I'm excited to hear it, and I'm excited for what she's up to. She currently has a single out entitled Ocean, which in the episode we connect on a new song I actually wrote called Ocean, so... We kind of like, you know, oh my gosh, we bonded. And though that led to me actually talking about my personal love life into some detail. It's not something I typically talk about, but yeah, that's what we talk about. And uh, I'll let you know just right off the bat, those of you who's like, wonder who is this person? I'll let you know the first hand I don't actually give out who she is on the show. So if you're stalking me, I do apologize for that. You will never know who she is. You'll also get a sneak peek at another of the songs, which she hasn't released yet. It's called Hazy Hazy. So you're going to want to stick around for that and listen to that mid-episode. For my early episode rants, however, I do want to talk about, like, relationships in, like, art, as in, you know, music and all that stuff like that. And typically it's a music podcast, so I do want to talk about it in music. It's a big topic in this episode, so, you know, I really wanted to talk about my philosophy on it. You know, I typically never talk about what's going on in my relationship life, even with, like, my close friends or family. You know, it's obviously a topic of conversation. When I see my mom and she's always concerned about when I'm going to get married and start having kids, you know, I always have multiple different answers for situations like that. Typically, the answers I got, I'm like, no, or, you know, more other people, I'm like, you know, I'm talking to someone. And that's where I typically end the conversations and uh, I tell them, I tell all my friends, just like, you know, if they're important to me, I'll let you meet them. But if they're not, like, we're not serious or we're not, like, super into this, it's going to gonna go somewhere. I typically don't. I just keep it that way. You know, I, I do this to mainly maintain having my own personal life, you know. A lot of women I date aren't, like, musicians or actresses or artists or something like that. A lot, they don't exactly have a public image. So, you know, they have, like, a, you know, their social media account, which is somewhat private and stuff like that, which isn't too personal. They're just, you know, normal people, normal women just like you and me. And, you know, honestly, those are women I write music about, and that's pretty much it. I don't write about, like, celebrities or anything. But uh, that's what it is, you know, in the world of social media – I think it's great to have my own personal life, and that's just a philosophy of mine. So when all my friends think I've just been single forever, <laughs> it's, it's not exactly the case. You know, 
How Rachel was actually able to get, you know, details out of sober me about this is a superpower I will not understand. You know, I have like my friend Curtis. He likes to get a couple drinks in me before he acts to ask these questions because he knows typically if I do that, he will actually get some answers out of me. That's exactly what it is. One thing, however, you know, you can do whether you're in a relationship or if you're not in a relationship or whoever you are is taking full advantage of Lyft. The free Lyft app gets users a ride in minutes on demand for less than the cost of a cab. Men, are you trying to plan a date for your significant other? Why not have the date in a Lyft? You can use promo code SWEGCAST when signing up and you can get a $50 ride credit towards your first few rides. That's promo code SWEGCAST for your date this weekend. You know, I had some friends in town, Micah, Marty, and Tyler, two weekends ago. Wow, two weekends ago. And, you know, we were didn't want to drive separate vehicles because we had to meet up somewhere. And so we took a lift uh, to downtown Nashville to meet, get coffee and stuff like that. And, you know, it, we really took full advantage of it. We had a really cool driver. He was really cool. He actually was telling us how great it is to actually drive for Lyft, that as long as he gets one ride in an hour, he was guaranteed to make it's like $25 an hour, which is an insane deal. So if you're actually looking in to start driving for Lyft, you can use promo code SWEGCAST as well when you sign up that we recommended you because it is. That's because 9 out of 10 Lyft drivers get a five-star rating, and you know what? You actually get paid pretty well to do that, and you're always really satisfied. Satisfied. It's from what I hear from all these Lyft drivers. So when you sign up for Lyft or if you're going to start being a driver for Lyft, use that promo code SWEGCAST, and you know, Get some money, make money, spend money, do what you need to do. Also, in regards to your day, you know, you also, you're in the mood for music. You wrote your significant other a song, and you need to get it on Spotify or Apple Music because this Lyft driver only streams music. He does not save music to his phone. He only streams music, so you got to get it in the car somehow. Well, look no further because I got the product for you. This episode is proudly sponsored by DistroKid. DistroKid gets your music out to multiple online retailers and saves you the hassle. This is a great for artists who write original music, and also if you want to upload covers to Spotify or Apple Music or any other you know, domain as well. They'll even get you the license you need for that cover, and that saves you the hassle. And before that, it was a real hassle if you really wanted to get a song on iTunes or Spotify or Apple Music or Tidal, and you need to get that cover license. Now it's just so easy with DistroKid. DistroKid is actually what I use for my music, and so I can actually personally vouch for how fantastic they are. You get a 7% discount, 7% off your first year phenomenal discount by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash Schweikast. And, you know, if you didn't write that down immediately, just go to the episode description. That link will be there. Go there, sign up for DistroKid. Get your music out there to the world. That's what you need to do. Get your music. Then you can come on this show and you can talk to me and I can ask you drinking stories and have fun with you. So without further ado, let's get on with my conversation with Rachel. And like always, stay awesome. from day one like since i do recording 
for a living or like yeah. for most of my time that like I'm just like this podcast is gonna have such good audio quality. It's okay, you get distracted though. Mm-hmm. I totally understand. And then one mm-hmm. podcast which I saved, but like her mic when she I was interviewing her, like it was having it got a new cable. That one right there is broken. That's my mm-hmm. broken pile on top of my cajon. Okay. So that's like the broken. So if anyone didn't know, like we had some recording issues and we we went on this long <laughs> rant. <laughs> About keeping up with the Kardashians, which I think that's God just saying, like, I'm trying to save this podcast from, like, being horrible. <laughs> like, spiritual. Yeah, there was some stuff on there I probably didn't want aired anyway, so mm-hmm. y'all oh, are missing well. out. <laughs> we, it would have stayed in anyways. There's literally, like, does no editing. And then, like, right after I say, like, yeah, I try to keep, like, a really high-quality podcast going. <laughs> and then, And then now, all of a sudden... And then, like, I kept looking back because I was like, because for the way, for those who at home want to know what the studio looks like, it's what, like, an actual kind of recording studio has set up where you have the desk facing behind you. It's because it's the room symmetry. And so, like, I don't, I'm not looking directly at a screen. It's not like a radio show. <laughs> this is like someone in an, a studio in my apartment, like, <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the, the couch, lounging. It's like that couch is so weird because it's like a love seat slash chair. It's comfortable, though. I, I like know. It. like, And then, like, the couch in the living room is the same one. And so, like, when my friends, like, had to sleep on, I'm like, man, this couch is really nice. <laughs> Just like, I know. <laughs> I decorate on the side. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. No, it looks like I try to decorate this place like a guy lives here, but, like, a girl doesn't mind coming over. <laughs> like, I feel like that's a good, for, like, a guy's b- a bachelor. Because we have two girls here. We can, like, help my, like, love life and, like, <laughs> self-esteem or ruin my self-esteem. That's my favorite well, thing to we do. we just complimented you on your decor, so it should have gone up a few <laughs> so, points. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is true. So, yeah, it's like, so glad. Yeah, like, rip me apart. What's wrong with me? N- nothing, n- <laughs> nothing is wrong. I mean, I've, we've been laughing the entire time, mm-hmm. so I think you're just on the up and up. I'm a kind of a goofy guy. Yeah, I would I, say I, sense of humor is a 10. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. So it's like, was it like you, you learn like these self-help things. And so you're just like, if a girl's laughing, that means she likes you. But then like my problem is I'm actually kind of funny. That's my problem. That's like my biggest struggle. And so it's like, you don't know if they're just laughing because you're actually funny or, or laughing because like they like you. Oh, so. And then you just hit on girls and then and that, make and their yeah, boyfriends just, mad. Hit on Austin Doyle. If you're listening to this podcast <laughs> right now, remember that time your girlfriend thought I hit on her? I was just being funny. <laughs> I was just I was just being funny. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he knows. Um, actually, if you go to my Facebook right now, there's a picture of him from when he was in the fifth grade, him and his family. So that long ago, uh, and he's like two years younger than me, so fifth grade. And uh, his it's like his family portrait from like their church directory. That's my cover photo on Facebook right now. Oh, okay. So, I'll go give it a like. Maybe so, a love. Yeah, there's like a hundred likes on it. Just <laughs> it's like everyone likes the irony of it. Yeah, hey, it's it's clever. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like pick on my friends. <laughs> One for a while was my friend Brad. Uh, his It's him when he was a kid. He loved Baby Bop, but that he didn't realize Baby Bop was a girl. Oh. And so he went for Baby Bop as Halloween, so we got a picture of it. <laughs> and then for his wedding, his mom had me make their like, wedding slideshow for some reason. Because, like, I do music and recording studios. That obviously means I am, like, well-versed in, like, video editing and, uh, like, all this stuff. So, yeah. So that's, like, what living in the Midwest is like if you do music. that You think, oh, he knows how to do all multimedia-type things. So I guess did it turn out okay? Are you saying it didn't turn yeah, out Yeah, it turned okay? out fine. Okay. I mean, I, I use Final Cut Pro. I know how to use Final oh. Cut Pro, like, 
just enough. I, I know how to use Final Cut, so mm-hmm. it's, it's super, pretty easy. Yeah, the new version is super easy, and you hear like actual video editors are like, oh, Final Cut Pro is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure that's yeah, well, yeah, because they're they're snubby and their nose is like up a little bit. It's like, well, I just made a badass wedding video, so. It's like, yeah, I just took photos and I dropped them in and put music behind it. <laughs> there you go. That's how, and that is how you make a wedding slideshow in Final Cut. So, <laughs> if in case you're wondering, listeners, as <laughs> you're wondering, um, but yeah, because apparently, like when Final Cut moved to Final Cut Pro X, mm-hmm. like they just dumbed it down a lot. Yeah, well, they changed everything because mm-hmm. now I I used to like the old version and the new version. I'm like, what the heck? I got to relearn everything. Mm-hmm. So I might be one of those haters. <laughs> yeah, I started with Final Cut Pro X, and so I'm like, I'm used to it. I actually don't use it that much, so it's like. Just for wedding I was using like shows. iMovie, yeah, for wedding slideshows, <laughs> and the occasional I have to put audio to video. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotcha. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so do you have? So I'm assuming you're like a professional video editor. Um, I went to. I don't know about that. I um, I majored in broadcast journalism okay. in college. So one of my classes was like a two hour lab for like one semester, like learning everything about Final Cut Pro. But it was the older version. So mm-hmm. all that school that my parents paid for kind of doesn't apply now. So mm-hmm. I yeah, I'm that. I always assume like so when you find like people who want to do music for a living and like they go to college and if they don't study music, because I studied music in college, because mm-hmm. I so I made my own mistake. <laughs> but like a lot of them do broadcast journalism, which is I think is a smart, a little smarter because mm-hmm. there's actually jobs available. Yeah. Um, some of them do business. I should have done business broadcast mm-hmm. journalism. I mean, I learned stuff, but now I don't use it at all. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't want to be a news anchor. But it was a good fallback <laughs> plan to go to a school in the SEC. So. SEC. Where did you go to school at? I went to South Carolina. Carolina. So. Do people say Carolina? <laughs> I don't know what kind of accent okay. that is. <laughs> they Carolina. say it like I just said it. Carolina, so. Carolina, like how you'd assume people say <laughs> like the people. word Carolina. I mean, there's definitely some people, though, that are very, very, very Southern. My accent's kind of neutral. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, but there's some people that definitely don't have neutral accents. I love them, though, but... I'm just blessed to have. It's funny because one. like Nashville, like everyone's from somewhere else. Yeah. And so, or a majority of everyone here is from somewhere else. And so like not, there's not a big accent here, but mm. if you actually meet like an actual townie here they're like, yeah, I have this credit card. That gonna, <laughs> like, that's like how they, you can like tell who's from here. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. It's cool to hear all the different accents though. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Like the vocal fry. Because I think we didn't get that <laughs> recorded. So for, for those listening who tuning in right now, here's how Courtney Kardashian sounds. So Courtney doesn't have like emotions in her voice. And they're laughing because they've already heard it. <laughs> so she has no emotion. And it kind of sounds angry, but she knows she's not angry. And it's the, the vocal fry. So uh, I'm Courtney Kardashian. And me and Scott are going to Cuba for our vacation. It's all. This has only been our like seventh vacation this year. Like, <laughs> we don't really go on very many anymore. I don't know. I just think since we broke up, like we're just going on vacations to think about the kids. And so, for those of you wanting to learn how to do a a Courtney Kardashian, because you obviously needed that accent, you know. It takes some practice. It does. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Like. Hi, I'm Courtney. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you, you actually is pretty close. You just got to do the, if you can I figure. Know, I know. <laughs> That's why I 
looked at Courtney, I was like, oh, well, that sucks. We're talking about Kardashians. <laughs> uh, Courtney, more the different Courtney, because this is cool Courtney. Cool Courtney. Cool with a K. <laughs> Cool with a C. C with a C. So, yeah. So, there's a difference. See, you got to listen for when we say, like, Courtney with a K and Courtney with a C. There's a difference. Like, you know, they kind of make different sounds. Courtney. (laughs) That's like a stripper. Wait a minute. How do you you spell that? I have known a Courtney to be spelled with a K and an I. Ew. It was. K. Like, do you know how to spell the full name? Yeah, it was K-O-U. Oh, that's even worse. I think it might have been K-O-R-T-N-I. Okay, so I'm not trying to trash talk this person (laughs) on the show that she's probably not going to listen to. (laughs) But it sounds like her parents had a kid too young. (laughs) Because what I've noticed is that, like, the younger people have kids, the dumber the name is. Like I could see that. Like It's it's true. Trying to figure out, like, some good examples, like Amia, like... L- like my like, sister's name's Mia. Mia, love Mia though. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I don't have a love sister. <laughs> I was thrown off for a, for a solid second. Yeah. I like saved myself. Surprise! No, I said world. love Mia oh, or Mia. like like K Hunter or something like that. It's just like a stupid name. Do like, you know people named K Hunter? No. <laughs> I think Hunter is a gross name. I'm gonna be honest. If your name's Hunter, like. I won't judge you for it. It's like you when, didn't choose it. You like but. it's when like when you hear like jobs discriminating about like people's names. It's like like they didn't get to choose that. Like what are they gonna do? Just <laughs> legally change their name just so they can get a job? I have a friend that changed the spelling of her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she didn't like it. If my name was spelled K O R T N I, I would legally change that. <laughs> Yeah, my parents were just, my parents, I guess my parents, I guess they're, they live in the Midwest, so they like, let's keep it simple, we're old enough, we're, they were smart, they were like old enough to have kids, like what I assume like the age you should have kids at. Yeah. But, and then like, they're like, okay, my brother's name's Matt, Matthew, for long, I'm like, okay, good, solid, white person name. <laughs> then they're like, Sam, Samuel, short for Samuel, another good white person name. <laughs> like, put it on a resume, they can easily, you, get, you can get a job. You can get a job, put it on <laughs> They're just like, set me, you know, my, you know, like, I like, we talk, I talk about uh, my parents a lot on this podcast, like, we like, like, say our cuss words, like, early until they stop, but, you know, they really, they really are great people, like. Well, that's good. <laughs> they are great people, so for those of you who think, like, man, this kid really hates his parents, <laughs> it's like, you like your parents? Oh, yeah, I love my parents. I'm an only child, so, so yeah, you, I kind of have, have to you kinda love my have parents, to. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of stuck with them. <laughs> well, I kind of, like, make a rule, it's like, I, I don't like photos forced photos a lot of forced photos or just like we're having fun let's do this my mom's like all right we gotta get a picture i'm just like no we're not (laughs) and so like in that and i have a rule i don't take photos on androids anymore i think i think was like i'm like not even famous and i like making this rule like no android photos (laughs) because you hear people like justin bieber and like amy schumer they're like i'm not we're not taking selfies with fans anymore yeah like i'm not that harsh they just have to have iphones (laughs) You're just kind of a snob. Um, I'm like, I don't, Android, I don't want, wait, Android life? No, not about it. I don't, I don't want a bunch of like flea market photos of myself, like just <laughs> haunting the internet. But well, then you wouldn't like Courtney's iPhone situation right now. What's, go, what's going on? I got a nice uh, trusty 5C here. <laughs> 5C is not bad. Uh, he said it under his breath. Swiped at good old crazy town. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bar downtown. Yeah. Because the one time I actually went bar hopping on Broadway, 
uh, I was really drunk, and I was with my friend and his sister and two of her friends. And so when I'm a good guy, I'm one of the good guys. If you haven't already told, it's like if you come in here, it's like, oh, I hope this guy's not threatening. And you say, me, hey, what's up? And yeah. then just like, oh, I have nothing to worry about. Yeah. I, I can like girls walking, I can kick his ass. It's, it's no problem. <laughs> And so um, I worked so, out today just because like, of that. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know what we're getting into. I mean, we could listen to like 20 some of his episodes already. <laughs> Imagine how dumb it's like, all oh, right, let's talk about Kardashians. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, so like when like I go to bars with my, my female friends and like I'm like, we have to like keep an eye on them. Just like make sure they're like going to be OK. Yeah. We don't want to lose one of them. No man or woman left behind. <laughs> Here was the problem with that night. They they were fine, and I didn't mind, like, you having to do anything like that. They ordered drinks, and they didn't like them, and I had to finish them. Oh. And, like, and it's weird for a guy, like, you want to look out for every girl, but, like, at the same time, it's just like, I'm not her boyfriend. I shouldn't have to, like, finish her drinks for her. Yeah. And so, like, I, uh, and then, like, I blacked out. And so that's what happens. I made it home. That's... Yeah, I know. And I just got paid for like a mix of a song or something like that. And so I'm like, guys, guess who's buying shots? Money to blow. I, I feel like downtown always leads to shots. Like I'm always that girl. It's like shots for everybody. And like, I, let's go. I never buy shots. Like that was the funny thing. I'm just like, my friends are in town. Let's let's buy shots. How many of us are here? Like five. All right. Awesome. <laughs> like, I need five shots and a PBR. Because for some reason I needed a PBR too. Because yeah. we I had to make sure I was, I like, split myself from all the other, like, uh, tourist country people. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm actually cool. And so, but, uh, yeah. Uh, do you have any good stories? Like some good downtown stories? Actually, let's I save that know. for the end of the podcast. <laughs> I always like to ask a good drinking stories. Yeah, Are we'll you allowed see. to talk about drinking stories? Uh, Manager? Is that? If I, no. <laughs> Maybe I ease into it and then let me see which one she's talking about. And then I'll be like, no. If I remember any of my drinking stories. Well, we have plenty of time to talk. And so to think that means. Okay, I'll think of a good one. We'll think of a good one. uh, We'll ask you halfway through. Now that we're actually (laughs) recording, you know, the episode. (laughs) Needed that warm up. It's good. We need the Kardashian warm up. I should start doing that with every guest. Like, all right, we're going to warm up for like 15 minutes. We're going to talk about the Kardashians. You're, you probably get some really, like, very shy people sometimes. Like, has it just been, like, we just talk about the Kardashians and it's, like, crickets? Or It's funny because, like, you get, well, like, well, especially with, like, interviewing people. Because you have people, like, you two are very friendly and very talkative. Uh-huh. Which is funny. Be- and then, like, a lot of people are just very, like, all right, let's just talk about the music. Let's talk about my new music. Let's promote that. <laughs> and then I'm going to tell a drinking story. And then we're going to call it good. <laughs> and then, like. Well, we can still do that, too. Yeah, no. It's like, we, we're, I, like I like to do both because I like to just yeah. mess around. And then, like, you have people who, like, laid back. And so, which is funny enough, like, the girls are more laid back when they come on the shows than the guys do. Okay. If I'm just, like, generalizing and being, like, a, I don't know if that's really sexist or anything, but, like, I guess you would think the opposite way, like, guys broing out. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, it's it's weird, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm just up for anything. Riding the wave, you know? Mm-hmm. You have to, like, make sure. You have to get to the core of people. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, you got to get to know them, and, I mm-hmm. mean, if you're, you're liking an artist, you want to know who they are as a person, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Well, it's it's funny, because then you have, like, like really good music journalists, like Zane Lowe, mm-hmm. and, like, he's, like, he knows how to get to, like, the core of what he wants to talk about, 
but also be very trusting and like you want to tell him these things. Yeah. And then there's people like me who's like, so who's your favorite Kardashian? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hey, but it's it's a fun time. I mean, mm-hmm. we're laughing, we're having a good time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we we yeah. need like the Z- we need Zane Lowe and Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, I haven't heard of oh, Weird Al hasn't done anything in such a long I time. Think he's like, re- you think he kind of like retired making albums? Okay. And he's on like some talk show comedy haha i think it's what it's called huh i'll have to giggle it mm-hmm. uh, it's okay um but uh yeah i think he's just like kind of like the music guy for that now which which it kind of disappoints me because i feel like as an artist like you want your song parodied by weird al like that <laughs> yeah. was that's like a goal of mine yeah it is i mean definitely on my top 10 it's like it's like i don't know it's like some people are like oh i'll never let my artistic integrity which means their music is crap <laughs> yeah exactly because if you're an artist you really don't care what people think so mm-hmm. or you're kind of like you just like you want to make good music but then you're just like you don't like have to talk about it 24 7 it's like yeah i'm an artist yeah. Like, yeah, please tell me about your generic indie rock band that you're in. <laughs> exactly. That's... I love the people, like, because I love pop music, like, mm-hmm. so much. I just think it's, like, really well produced and, like, it's actually really well written. I agree. And you, like, you know, some songs are like, okay, this is a dance song, but it's really well done. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you have, like, the person's like, man, I hate pop music. Pop music is so bad. I'm like, okay, you go listen to, like, whatever five generic indie rock bands you listen to. Because that's what they listen to. Yeah. If someone, like, complains, like, oh, music sucks these days. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just tell me what indie rock band with, like, ambient guitars you listen to. <laughs> just going with the flow, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think, what who were you mentioning you were listening to earlier? Demi Lovato. That's yeah. who I'm currently, like, really, really digging. She has a new album out, mm-hmm. and it's really, really good. So, she's, mm-hmm. everyone go check it out. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking, yeah, because Demi's great. And I think, yeah, last year she went on tour with Nick Jonas. Oh, I think she did. I like Nick Jonas too, but Demi Lovato just she's a bad bitch. <laughs> she <laughs> there we is go. like freaking goals. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, I've always liked Demi Lovato, but I guess I Yeah, I never like I was underestimated. You always she's very underestimated, yeah, like we did. That's what talk we were about. saying. She's very underestimated, but these songs, I don't know who wrote them, but they're all mm-hmm. like really, really good. There's mm-hmm. one on there that's like something about like um, you don't do it for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I think is the name of it. And girl gets deep. It's a really mm-hmm. good song. Yeah, I remember. Uh, was it uh, cool for the summer? That was my jam for a oh, while. Oh yeah, I like that um, song too. Is it heart heart attack? Oh yeah, was, like, all my of them are good. You forget about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you forget about like these synths. It's just like oh yeah. Well, the thing is with pop music, it's like you don't think they're gonna go there like lyrically, mm-hmm. and then they do, and you're like, "Whoa, girl!" Like that's what everyone wants to say, but they're just too scared to say it. <laughs> that song, "Heart Attack," such a good for like a male karaoke. <laughs> if it was like in a male range, if like you could sing it in a male range, yeah, it'd be like the perfect male karaoke song. Give us a little snippet. <laughs> Let's see. Never put my love out on the line. Never a bright guy. That's why you need but karaoke you, to know the, the words. The, the chorus is the worst part. But you make me want to act like a girl. Like, that's where, like, a male needs to sing it. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's like, make me want to act. I think that might be your next YouTube video. It could go viral. Oh, could go viral. I think that was, year did that song come out? I feel like it's pretty old. I didn't realize how much music she had been making. Like, I feel like she's had an album, like, every year. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, she actually has been pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was, uh... But yeah, I like her approach. Was it? Yeah, she did. Was it Lionel Richie one year? What year? She was at the. She performed at the Grammys. Oh, I don't know. She recently did um, ABBA, like mm-hmm. when they're like tribute, and she like mm-hmm. did a song. I can't remember which one, but she like killed it. Mm-hmm. It's really oh good. yeah, um, she she's a phenomenal vocalist. Like yep. you forget that. Like I think 
She has a very good range because I feel like it's like higher up, but like chest voice. It is like if you listen, you gotta listen to the new album. Mm-hmm. She does like vocal acrobatics. I'm like, okay, Mariah, like watch out. Whoa there. <laughs> I know. Pump the brakes. Stay, stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, girl. Like I'm watching you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, she was dating. Uh, let's get to who she was dating because obviously, <laughs> when you talk about a female artist, you gotta get into who they're dating. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. even know. She was dating Wilmer Valderrama for a while. Oh. Yeah, I know. Dang. Which I feel like there's an age gap that's a little weird. I don't know how old he is. Because she's he like our age. Old. Yeah, he has to be like older, like 30s, I would think. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't, the skin don't crack. <laughs> my favorite my favorite thing I ever did, well, I have a friend, he's from Venezuela. And I was like, you know, you kind of remind me of like Fez from that 70s show. He's like, you want to know what's funny? We're actually both from the same country. <laughs> it's like, oh, is there something bad here <laughs> yeah. I just said? <laughs> it's like, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I wasn't thinking it. Like, yeah. <laughs> but he acts like, oh, I like Fez. And he's just like, hello, I'm Fez. <laughs> <laughs> I won't put his name on the show, but yeah, he's a cool dude. Um, not as much as a perv as Fez is, but. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're not mm-hmm. friends with the pervs. So. I'm not friends with pervs. Like, <laughs> only men who respect women come on my show. That's good. And women who are just women and <laughs> nothing else. That's, that's the only requirement. You have to be a woman. Here's how cool I was in college. So, this is a story I've told like 5,000 times. I feel like I have to tell it every time someone comes on the show. <clears throat> so, uh, I was out drinking in college where I was 21. Okay, good. So believe me there. And uh, so a girl, uh, we I would always make sure the girls got home safe. I'm like, you guys getting home okay? Like too excited to take girls home. Yeah. Like, and so like I dropped a girl off at her home and then she was just like, so you want to come inside? And I was just like, nope, see you later. <laughs> I just like walked home. And then like a couple months ago, I was like, I think she wanted to have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> Boys are so dumb. Like, sometimes, sorry, but I feel like girls try to be smooth and discreet, and it's just like, woo, just went right over your head. But sometimes they're, like, too discreet. It's like, (laughs) didn't you see me looking at you from 30 feet away in a couple of bushes with binoculars? (laughs) That's true. Well, that's why some girls just need to be a little more forward. Like, I've definitely learned that. Like, if you want something, go after it. Mm -hmm. Don't, like, try to play a game. Do you have any (laughs) hints for guys looking for girlfriends? Um, both of you, Courtney, you can, the one Courtney thing, with a C. I feel like a lot of guys just like, they'll do the thing where they'll like, look at you or like, they'll act like they're like, you'll be at a bar and a guy will be looking at mm-hmm. you and you probably make eyes like 20 times and then they never come and talk to you. But I guess mm-hmm. talking to a girl is pretty intimidating. Well, yeah, because like you're, it's that weird line where it's just like, I want to talk to her and get her number, but like, is she going to like be cool with it or but whatever? Then you run the risk of like, you could have had a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if the girl definitely locks eyes at you a few times and it's like, okay, go in for the kill. If so. she keeps looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say something. Okay. Because <laughs> so. the, gr- the thing is, like, most girls wouldn't be brave enough to say something. I would say something, mm-hmm. but I'm not. There's a lot of guys, like, <laughs> if girls came up to them, like, it wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm learning that more and more. I've and, done that. When and then, like, but here's the <laughs> weird thing, like... But because I've been hit on by some guys before, I know. <laughs> Shocking. It's the hair. It's yeah. It's Suave. it's this. It's this. Um, <laughs> sea salt spray and hair clay. For those of you wanting to know, and a hair dryer. <laughs> Go through my hint. Um, so. I know you have more volume than I do. Uh, it's um, <laughs> blessed. <laughs> no, it's it's a lot of work and proper hair. It's a lot of work. Well, should we get started on this? So every so you. you when I get out of the shower, you know, hair's wet, 
put in a sea salt spray and then you use a pre-styler. What I use is Blue Mon Cavalier Clay. So if you're listening, Blue Mon, I'd love a sponsorship because I love your products. And then you put that, you put it in your hair, and then you blow dry it, but you have to have one of those brushes. Oh, yeah. You can do it in my bathroom just see, like, a plethora of hair products. <laughs> you have to, like, get it up and like that. And then you blow. So I get the fringe area at the top uh-huh. going back. I get that up top first because it has to, like, go, a, like, a high and then <laughs> j- gradually fade down. And then, um, and then yeah, you blow dry it and try to get the volume with the blow dryer. Mm-hmm. And then you use more product to uh, keep it in place and then hairspray it down. It takes me like 10 minutes. Oh, what? I know. Okay, I'm really jealous because my hair looks like shit, and your hair looks great, and it takes yeah. you 10 minutes. Also, you know what? Now I want to call you Johnny Bravo. That is actually, <laughs> yep, I, I'm writing a song called Johnny, about a girl who uh, called me Johnny Bravo. So, yeah. Oh, is it a love song? You called me Johnny. It's kind of, <laughs> to give a sneak peek, yeah, it's like a love song. It was like this, it's like this weird gray area in my life with a girl. And so, okay. so like, yeah, I've been writing this, but yeah, she said I look like Johnny Bravo. And so it's like, <laughs> it's really, it's like the one like real pop track gotcha. for like my next things I'm releasing. Oh, so, so it's like you were really into her and you thought she was feeling it, but then it's like, but you called me Johnny Bravo. No, it, it was, it was a long situation. Okay. We're going to like get, I'm like just confessing. <laughs> I'm like, I need to start being a little more open about like myself. Like we'll switch mics <laughs> yeah. and you can start interviewing me. Um, Sorry. <laughs> well, no, I was in like this relationship. Well, it wasn't technically a relationship. It was like, I'm pretty sure we felt like the same way about each other, but then and I doubt she's ever going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> but she had a boyfriend, but who she's been serious with, like, for a couple years. Uh. And so, yeah. And so it was, it was like, kind of that. So it's, like, this gray area where it's, like, you think she likes you, too. And, like, I definitely know she feels the same way. Have like, you seen uh, uh, Master of None? Like, the Aziz Ansari show? No, but I've heard of it. Okay. But. So, <laughs> spoiler alert. He's basically season two. He's in love with a girl, but she eventually gets engaged and stuff oh. like that. So, if you watch season two. So, it's pretty much that for those of you who want to. So, yeah. It's pretty much just been well. My, mm. so, <laughs> spoiler alert. But, yeah. I won't tell you how the season two ends. That's pretty much like the arc of season. That just like sucks. Oh, it sounds yeah, depressing. Yeah. So, it was like that weird gray area. And so, yeah. And so, she's like, yeah, you kind of can I wear black a lot. So she's like, yeah, you kind of look like Johnny Bravo and like Danny Zuko from like, oh, Greece. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. I know. I mean, like, they're not bad things. It was, it's that weird situation. And then, like, her boyfriend. I love how I'm just, like, going on a soapbox right now. <laughs> it's okay. It's like, all right. So everyone We're creatives. Wanted, because I don't, it's funny because I don't tell anyone about my relationship life. Like, I keep it so personal. And so. And so, get it get it, so we're just getting it all out right now. So, I have the therapist vibe. Mm-hmm. Tell me your feelings. Like my mom came into town like two weeks ago. And they're like, are you dating anyone? No. Would you tell me if you're dating anyone? Only if they're important. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the only thing you do. I mean, I'm like, I'm not going to like, because she's a she gossips so much. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I'm not going to like, if I go on like two dates with a girl, I'm not going to give you her like phone number and everything. <laughs> and then she'll go back home to where you're from and be like, Sam's engaged. Like <laughs> picking out the I'm pretty sure dress. like the engagement talk happens like <laughs> once every time I like <laughs> time we see each other so you engaged and my dad like cause my dad got engaged and I think married like 26 27 mm-hmm. and so he thinks I'm too young yeah you still got time yeah I'm like and like yeah I'm like we're like 24 so it's like eh. fuck, it. <laughs> like, fuck, fuck it yeah <laughs> but yeah and so but my mom got married like right out of college and she and like like 22 and so for her, like that, for her family, it was like, it was a big deal. She was like the old maid. 
Because <laughs> she's from like a really small town. Okay. Where you like you. It was the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But anyways, let's get back to my life. Yeah. <laughs> let's get back to my, let's get back to me and my show. Uh, but uh, yeah, and so, but like her boyfriend, I feel like, however, is like, he doesn't let her like do anything. It's kind of like, you know, the, the basic of the whole situation, you know, in the song, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, where you like the line, like some boys take a beautiful girl and hide her away from the rest of the world. Oh, yeah. I never really thought that was a real thing. Like what guy just like, I was like my picture with it before was like Fiona in Shrek, like in the castle, yeah. like you had to climb up. I don't know why that like happens, but now it's like a totally different thing. Like just some of like a stupid fun song, like girls just want to have fun. Now has a dark, sad meaning to me yeah, because it reminds me of this girl. <laughs> and so it's like that. I didn't never thought like girls like that existed until now. And so, oh, well, so deep. And so, yeah. And then I write songs like working on, I'm getting the working on the mix right now. It's like a song called like ocean. And it's like that's crazy. You said that one of the songs on my album's called Ocean. Oh no, wow. Ocean. Let's see which one's. We're gonna see which one's better. Okay, we'll duel it. Battle mm. out. Battle of the oceans. Battle. Actually, we'll play it after this. Okay. And then we'll duke it out. I, I had a co-write and I, sh- I showed her. I told him like, listen to this song because when I do co-writes, I'm like, mm-hmm. I want her to like, we need to get comfortable with each other. Like, here's what here's what I've been working on for my new stuff. It's like a blind and date. I think, I think she cried a little bit. Oh. And so I feel proud about that. <laughs> Tear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty much my relationship life. You want to talk about yours now, Courtney? In, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't ask me about mine. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to ask about mine either. <laughs> uh, it's kind of non-existent. So, it's okay. Um, yeah, but I'm focused on a lot of other things. Yeah, I feel like when you do music, it's like you want to date. I was, and I was in a weird camp where I was like, I'm gonna be in love again, and then I did, and I was like, No, I don't. Yeah. Things are the worst. <laughs> no, yeah, I've realized that like having feelings really does suck, but. This is just not the season in my life for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel you. It's a season for focusing on myself and being selfish. I'd rather get hit back of like the shin or like the back of your leg 25 times by a Razor scooter <laughs> than catch feelings for someone. Oh, I'd rather have it on the front. Front of the shin. <laughs> <laughs> right to the shin. Mm-hmm. Maybe about 50 times. It's not the fact that like catching the feelings, it's the fact the reciprocation. Yeah. Of the feelings is what the worst part is. Mm-hmm. But I, what we're gonna, but this is like a good relationship episode. Yeah. So don't be afraid to catch feels. Yeah, you have, wait, okay. So <laughs> then I have to explain. Sorry, when I look at women, <laughs> great. Now you're about to get really creepy. You're looking at. I, me. I look at their. I always look at their like hands, like their rings. Uh-huh. I was like, I, I'm more really interested in that because I feel like rings have weird meanings. And like, yeah. So like, you have a ring. Explain that to me. Um, Are you allowed to? <laughs> Your manager will. <laughs> yeah, I can explain it now. Now that we're talking about relationship advice, so. my um my ex boyfriend gave it to me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh wow. Um. I, I mean, I love the ring though. Like. It, yeah, that's the weird thing. Like when exes give you stuff. Yeah, I mean, but if you like it, you still wear it. <laughs> yeah, I, I had I had this I did this weird. It's thing. weird when exes give you stuff. I feel like every every ex gives you something. <laughs> I have this I have this I had this weird thing for a while in college, where I had a picture of a girl I was with, and like I would just like keep it in a drawer somewhere, mm-hmm. and I would just randomly pull it out. I'm like, this is not good for me, and I kept it around. When I moved, I finally just burned it. I'm like, I don't want any. <laughs> Like it, the image is on Facebook too, so it's not like. <laughs> but it's just like why it, I had like the physical picture. It's the sentimental. Of it. It's mm-hmm. I definitely have things like that. It's it was like more like some, the friendship we had. When you just don't want to let go of it either. This so. is like the deepest episode we had <laughs> on a podcast, and well, like the most ridiculous too. Like, well, we write music, so we're very emotional mm-hmm. people. I can say I'm very mm-hmm. emotional, so and so, I'm not afraid to admit that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we are gonna take a break, and we're gonna listen to one of your songs. 
Okay. So I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't so know that. So we're going to listen to one of your songs and take a break. <laughs> and when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about you. Cool. More specifically. <laughs> the music. So we're going to talk more about music in the second half. So don't touch that dial. That itch, craving your touch on my lips, electric That look you gave got me obsessed so much I can't forget it You pull the strings on my party dress Angel eyes take me down, God bless You got me easy, kind of shaky, I'm so out of it Baby, play me, cause I'm crazy for the sound of it Pull me close enough against me, your hands on my heels Spinning Hazy, hazy, hazy Lipstick smear, stolen diamonds You're a dangerous feeling Kiss me twice, your scent is my healing You pull the strings on my party dress Angel eyes take me down, right bliss Oh-oh, I'm out of my head, head, head You got me hazy, kinda shaky, I'm so out of it Baby, blame me, cause I'm crazy for the sound of it Pull me close enough against me, your hands on my I'm so break. I'm broken. <laughs> now I really want a fast break. You know those candy bars? Aren't they mm-hmm. fast breaks? Yeah. Maybe I'm making that up. Five take, not fast break. Oh, okay. Oh, no, fast break. Take That's five. like take. F- I'm not like five take. I'm like <laughs> dyslexic. <laughs> so we're and for our dyslexic listeners. Uh, this this interview does not represent. <laughs> I can't even. Sorry, guys. It was a very stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? Break, fast break, five take, take five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I really want one, though. That's the point. No, candy's so good. I've been trying to, like, cut down on processed sugar. Uh, it's so hard, though. So, yeah, so good. Bread's the hardest thing to cut. Like, mm-hmm. where we're, I don't know if we were, this, the, our 
keto our bad news bears talk made this but yeah it's like but yeah it's like trying to like start that but you got to figure out meals you want to eat yeah because you don't realize how much bread is in your everyday diet yeah for real well sugar too Mm -hmm. like I like ice cream a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. I have a song called Ice Cream. It's, <laughs> oh, it's a I would... dirty song, but oh. it's like one of those joke songs. I like it though. <laughs> it was like well, I wrote it. It was like uh, it was like it was, it was kind of a it's a fun jokey song, mm-hmm. but in a sense. But it's about how like me and a, it was about me and a girl ex girlfriend. Since like recently we we're talking about that, mm-hmm. we, we we physically work together really well and not like that people. Yeah, <laughs> but like mentally we didn't connect and so like now it's like i'm in a state where it's like i want someone i can like mentally connect with you know where it's just like you know it's not just a physical thing you need yeah it's like we i want someone i can just like die laughing with like all the time so that's me and so i'm weird and so (laughs) (laughs) that's actually it's kind of (laughs) normal i'm actually normal mom (laughs) so let's talk about you so let's see here starting off you're from south carolina yes from south carolina good i got the that one right (laughs) and so we're at south carolina um upstate like near charlotte so a small town called fort mill grew up there my whole life okay um yeah and moved to nashville from south carolina Mm -hmm. after college so so. nice Mm -hmm. um so, like, I guess music was music, like, in everything, dating, every yeah. everyday thing growing up. <laughs> so, my dad is actually a producer in Charlotte. Okay. And um, so, I always say that I could sing before I could talk, really. I was, like, thrown up on stage as a little girl mm-hmm. when I was three years old and um, would go see my dad play shows, perform with him, too, because he was also in a band. But um, I grew up with a recording studio. Mm-hmm. So um, we eventually built one onto our house. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, it was like after school, like my extracurricular activity was going into the studio. So I started writing at a really young age and knew <laughs> that it's really what I wanted to do. And um, that's what led me here to Nashville. So uh-huh. that's that's awesome, because I don't know, I guess like South Carolina, I guess, is that like a very musical? Um. There's some parts of it. It's not like, of course, it's not like a Nashville, but Mm -hmm. um, places like Charleston, Charleston's really artsy, so they have like a pretty cool music scene. Um, Columbia was the state capital, which is where I went to college, so there Mm -hmm. was always like some music going on there, but there really wasn't a lot of opportunity for me there musically, so Mm -hmm. Nashville was the closest place other than New York or L.A. Yeah, yeah, and I agree, but I'm just glad, but like you think the scene, I guess, is okay? It's okay. It's definitely, it's... It's okay, but if you, I guess it depends on how big you want to be. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be bigger than South Carolina. Yeah. So, so I was like, I'm bigger than this town. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was a rebel. <laughs> I was like, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to guess what your dad looks like since I produce music and he also produces music. So does he have a ponytail? <laughs> no, he doesn't have a ponytail. He actually has very little hair. <laughs> okay. He, but he, he's like, Dad, sorry, love you. I don't think he'll ever let go of his little pieces of hair at top. So, you know, like, okay. he's got, like, hair on the sides, but then he's, like, bald up top, and then he just has little pieces of hair that mm-hmm. stick up, and he gels them up. So they're just, like, little, like, <laughs> pieces of grass. Okay. And I'm just like, Dad, it's your look, but, like, I never mm-hmm. let it go. <laughs> there's a uh, – because, like, for older producers, like, there's, like, there's, like, an appearance, like, you can guess. Yeah. So there's an episode – so my – college uh audio professor he he has a ponytail mm-hmm. that's why that's the I main older older producers a lot of them have ponytails yeah. and don't so want to let go of it he found this episode of animaniacs where they're in like a recording studio and the producer behind the desk it was looked just like 
Did you send him the picture? No, like he found it on his own. He's like, God, I hate how this looks like me. <laughs> Maybe um, he should shave the ponytail. <laughs> no, I, he looks fine with it, surprisingly. Um, it's just the older producer. And I like the young guys, like tall hair. Um, <laughs> tall hair. Tall like hair. Um, sleeve tattoos, which I don't have on me at the moment. Mickey Mouse watch? Oh, yeah, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it's funny because this watch uh, barely works. Like the, like, uh, hour hand mm-hmm. like barely moves and then it'll just eventually stop so men's watches surprising fact ladies listening men's watches that look nice are really just nice bracelets <laughs> they're they're really nothing more like you need to get an apple watch oh i've thought about that like get the mickey mouse yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. I, you can get mickey mouse on here mm-hmm. i forgot about that just change the background yeah but anyway so like your producer so has your dad like ever produced one of your albums um, he's never produced one of my albums. Or whatever you release. Actually, yeah, we've done a few, like, original songs mm-hmm. that he's, like, helped with and stuff. And it's it's always hard, though, when you're working with your dad, too, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, like, this the project I'm working on now, um, I'm working with someone that I have a really good relationship yeah. with and I've done a lot of music stuff with before. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll always have that close relationship. Mm-hmm. But you kind of got to go out of your circle to really grow, it's you like know? It's like that budding heads, but, like, the bad kind of butting heads. It, yeah, we butt heads all the time. So mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so where... <laughs> that's why it wouldn't work. Because mm-hmm. I'm working with a client right now, and we, we're kind of butting heads a lot, but it's, like, the good kind of butting heads. Yeah. We're actually making a good product out of it. That's good. Where it's just like, you know, you're working... You work with someone too much when you just kind of start to hate each other. <laughs> we Well, we don't hate each other, but... but yeah. <laughs> or, like, t- like... Like the creative sense, you know? Exactly. Like, yeah. I bet you Paul McCartney and John Lennon, like, probably hated each other. Like, had a, like, a little bit of hate. Some tiffs. <laughs> but that's like any friendship, though. It's like, you think of all your best friends, you kind of hate them. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, there's like a little bit of you. Like, you're just like, I don't like you. <laughs> but the reason I don't like you is why I like you. Yeah. You, like, well, because you love your friends for their flaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, I like, because you, their flaws come out, and that's why you hate them. Yeah. But yeah, my friends, FYI, I hate all of you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's a very thin line there. There's a very thin line. I You're about to lose you. some followers now. I was like, unsubscribe. <laughs> and someone like Right before presses, my podcast comes like, out, someone's, <laughs> someone's listening, uh, like their like, headphones in, like jogging. And they hear, like, I hate all my friends. Pause. And that's where I'm done today. <laughs> that's where I unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, yeah, my audience is just smart people, like, <laughs> who jog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, podcast. I love podcasts in the car. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, um, this is a podcast. So, yeah, we're going. Let's get back on top subject. <laughs> just gets, gets off subject a lot. Um, so, we go with that. And so, you went to college. Yes. And so, you did, did you do a lot of, like, music in high school? Yeah, I, um, I actually, you're going to think about Glee right now, the show. Mm-hmm. I did musical theater um, okay. in high school. I actually went to, like, um, a pretty big arts high school, and we would do two musicals a year, one in the fall and one in the spring. Mm-hmm. We did uh, Hairspray, The Wedding Singer, Grease, White Christmas, Peter Pan. I got to fly. That was pretty cool. I did the pit for Wedding Singer. That is a fun show. Yeah. Like I, the guitar part. Yeah. I Wedding Singer was probably my favorite show we did. I was Julia, and that was such mm-hmm. a fun part. Mm-hmm. The music I got to sing was awesome. So mm-hmm. I have a musical theater background. I thought I used mm-hmm. to want to be on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And then, um, of course, growing up, like my dad is a producer, I fell in love mm-hmm. with the recording process. So mm-hmm. I love being in the studio mm-hmm. and like crafting things and going back and forth in different mm-hmm. iterations and yeah. just like working so closely with a creative individual mm-hmm. to make something that's your baby. So mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I've always <laughs> wanted to do like the singing part, but then they tell me like, oh, you don't look the type. <laughs> like if I'm like the, because I like give off the like goofy like comedy relief. Yeah. I always wanted to be like the serious roles for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just like, I'll just play in the bands and stuff. Like, did you have a good band when you did Wedding Singer? Yeah, we did. We had um like a full band and everything, mm-hmm. like electric guitar, bass, all that stuff. And I can't remember if we ended up, Usually we would get, like, kids from the actual band, like our high school mm-hmm. band, and play, too. But I can't remember if we did it for that show. Probably. But. We did, because we because there's three guitar parts for that. Oh, and we only yeah. had two guitar players in our band. Just shredding. And so, like, <laughs> I, I I did one in three, and then the other one did barely. He sucked. So <laughs> I still am mad about it, how bad he is. Hopefully he's not listening. You know, what was it? Uh, was it? Uh, Casualty of Love. There's that. There's, like, that. He had that solo, and he butchered it every time it was so bad you just cringed and we were all, a little bit we, no it was cringy bad like and we were mad about it like the whole <laughs> band because like when you're like the bands in the musical it's like if someone because there's just so much music and so oh yeah and it's hard music too it's like rock that yeah that and that shows yeah it's pretty hard mm. um i had I had to practice so much for that that one in spring awakenings is like the ones i've had to do yeah. so much work for uh but yeah i'm like so i did like i just like you know i sat down every day Made, played with, like, the – it was on Spotify, so I practiced with the mm-hmm. Spotify soundtrack, you know, just making sure, like, I got everything down and that way I can do it. He, he was – I don't know what he was doing. Like, I have no clue. <laughs> I'm like – and he definitely was not good enough to be, like, <laughs> playing in the band. He still makes us mad. He's and the B team. The, the problem was he was too cocky about it. That's mm-hmm. what annoyed me. That's what will ruin people, though, especially in music, too. They get mm-hmm. too cocky, and then it's like, you're not as good as you really think you are, mm-hmm. so. But the best <laughs> show, because I think my, I did Spring Awakening, and so there's one guitar part, and that, and it was way too hard, and I got paid way too little for, like, how much the guitar is the accompanist in yeah. that show. Like, it's way too much. And then, um, and our conductor did not conduct, but that's a different, he was great, he was a great, uh, like, director but he could not conduct because <laughs> like you know when you conduct it's like when you go down that's the downbeat yeah and i think down is when he wanted me to start oh and it was like this Ugh. is not gonna that's work not how you conduct I, I would like tell people like conducting or people who like teachers and i'm like okay so this means the downbeat right yeah not start downbeat <laughs> <laughs> and so like that and i'm just like just let me like I wanted it to be like it's some sort of like just let me do this freely and I'll like follow the like singers, but no, it was not like that. And so you went to college. Yes, I went to college. Back back off my rants. <clears throat> I've been really ranting this episode. Kardashians. <laughs> All good. Um, so you we talked earlier, you went to college for broadcast journalism. Yes, I did. Okay. And so like initially when you went in there, did you know you were wanting to do music? Um I, so I went to college and I thought I was going to go to Belmont and mm-hmm. I ended up making a last minute decision and mm-hmm. want, um, went to the University of South Carolina because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not ready to be that too, that far away from home. Like mm-hmm. I want to do college things like football, being a sorority, all mm-hmm. that stuff. So, um, I still always had a passion for music, but I was like, well, if I did music at USC, which I auditioned, got a scholarship and stuff, I would have had to have done classical music. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm. I'm classically trained and everything, mm-hmm. and I, it's okay, but it's not really what I wanted to do. So I went in, and I was like, oh, major in broadcast journalism. Like, mm-hmm. I have no idea what I'll do with it, but it'll get me a degree. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, as college went on, I would 
perform um, at bars and stuff mm-hmm. with um, a really good friend, and we had a duo, and we'd perform like around town. And that's when I really was like, I miss playing music. Mm-hmm. I like was it was such a huge part of my life growing up. And then I kind of went on pause for a little while, and then that's what really drove me to come to Nashville too. Mm-hmm. I um, I actually did. Um, the Miss America um, okay. like organization for pageants. So I did Miss South Carolina. And when I was preparing for that, there's a talent portion. Mm-hmm. So um, I sang for that. And then when I was on that stage and had that competitive drive, I was like, I need to do music. Like this is what mm-hmm. I was meant to do. And then graduated and moved to Nashville. So did you do good in that competition? I yeah. like a random. No, um, I for it was my first time ever doing a pageant. So I had never mm-hmm. done anything before. I was like the Beverly Hill the Beverly Hills hillbilly that came <laughs> to the mm-hmm. pageant world and everyone was like big hair and makeup and I was like what the hell did I get myself into <laughs> I went on a few dates with Miss Missouri 2011 oh. so I know like something yeah well, there's what, like one's a good one where it's like scholarships and one's just like a beauty contest yeah I did the one with scholarships that's what have, she did and yeah. you have to have a talent too which is why people push me to do it but one fun fact which you might not know um, the grip that baseball players put on the mitts mm-hmm. to like stick with their hands mm-hmm. um, you put that on your ass for your bathing suit so like my bathing suit was like stuck to my butt and I had that stuff on my butt for like three weeks like you scrub and scrub and scrub so yeah it was things like that but anyway yeah I did well um there was 55 should have gone on more dates with that girl I know <laughs> man got your hands stuck on there like, get, get a baseball mitt <laughs> um but yeah there was 55 contestants at the state and I got top 15 so that's good yeah for a first timer I took it and then Learned a lot, but mm-hmm. never looked back. So, yeah, I but I mean, I'm I'm very thankful. I learned a lot, met great people, and it got me to Nashville because mm-hmm. it made me it like sparked a fire that was like, this is what I need to do, and mm-hmm. yeah. So, mm-hmm. so long you, answer. But. So, <laughs> instrument wise, what do you what do you play? Um, I grew up taking piano lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't practice like I should have. Oh. So, um, I can still I know music theory and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um. I know a little bit of guitar, but don't really play. Mostly a vocalist. Always, when I was growing up, I would do voice lessons. Mm-hmm. I um, classically trained, so sang classically, like Italian and all that yeah. stuff. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I did that a little bit. I was voice major in college. Okay. Were for music technology and composition. Okay. So that was my fun thing fact. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I understand the struggle. Yeah. Where at some point in it, they just like get on you about diction like that's all they like do oh exactly and so you're gonna get that's how far you can get like well you sound great but uh you sound like a white person singing an italian (laughs) song or even worse sound like a southern person but i think that's why i don't have such a strong accent either Mm -hmm. so that so singing helped with that (laughs) yeah like it's funny because like i think i sound a little like midwest when i talk and then like pretty neutral yeah, it's like it's neutral. I think I've controlled it. Mm-hmm. But then, like when I sing, it doesn't sound like Midwest. Well, I always your talking voice sounds so much different than your mm-hmm. singing voice. Like mm-hmm. mine sounds completely different. And there's like the opera. I hate the opera. It's just like the back of your throat. <laughs> and no one wants to listen to that either. And, God, I hate that. I'm just like I remember like I thought I had to do that like Victoria, Victoria, like that, that when I started. And they're like, be more forward. I'm like. And so, like, how I sing, like, pop music, like, Vittoria, Vittoria. And then they're all like, oh, that actually sounds good. It's like, okay, well, I guess I should have done this the entire time. Oh, so I've, I've just been, like, hurting myself. on. It's like just <laughs> shooting yourself in the foot. Like, it was like, oh, guess I didn't have to do that after all. It's like, thanks, so, Teach. That's what Pavarotti sounds like. <laughs> Trying to make that. And so, and so, yeah, broadcast journalism brought you here. And so with your – what was your focus when you were doing broadcast journalism? 
My focus, I thought I wanted to be a um, sports, like, sideline reporter. Sports. I'm, yeah, I know. Like, every girl, I guess. But um, other than music, like, f- I love football. And um, mm-hmm. I grew up, my dad is a huge football fan, and I'm an only child, so I was kind of, like, forced into, yeah, like, but- loving sports and things like that. So um, I was always really into sports, mm-hmm. and that was my main focus in mm-hmm. um, college was working towards that. And um, we'd have, like, the campus TV show, mm-hmm. so I would do all of that. But... But it really helped because I'm really comfortable talking on camera mm-hmm. and, like, doing things like this. Yeah. So I guess it was kind of helping me along the way because if I ever had to do, like, a TV interview or something mm-hmm. or talk in public, it was it was really easy. There's so. some, like, college or high school reaction. Hi, and welcome to the news. Yeah. I wasn't the monotone one. <laughs> I, like, I hate it. And I saw, like, a college radio station. I'll call it out. Truman State University. Um <laughs> I, some, for some reason, I'm watching one of their college, like, news broadcasts from, like, this is why I should not have social media. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they're just like, it was like, all right. And today on the campus, we have a lot of art students. They're doing some cool, th- like, they're, like, reading a teleprompter mm-hmm. badly. Yeah. <laughs> like, either the teleprompter is too slow or you're just an idiot. Yeah. Like, I am doing this today. <laughs> Or, like, when, you know, when, like, you, you're you reading something on paper, mm-hmm. but you accidentally, like, skip through the period, and so you just have this weird mumbled sentence? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, like, reading a teleprompter is the worst thing ever, and I, I just realized that I had been blind for, like, the past two years, and so I was, like, reading the teleprompter, and I was like, no wonder I can't freaking see, because I need glasses, so imagine reading a, telepro- a teleprompter when you can't even see, so <laughs> pretty so, bad. <laughs> perfect. And so are you working on, new, you're working on new music from what I, my research? Yes, I am. So, so um, I am completely finished with my new music. I'm about to release a five song EP Ooh. that I've been wearing. Yeah, super excited that I've been working on for the past five months. Um, co-wrote it with some really awesome people. Um, Kirsty Mana, who wrote uh, Blake Shelton's Austin. Awesome. And um, some songs for Big and Rich. She's amazing. And um, can I give me some really good people in town? Um, another guy named Bill D. Luigi. And you gotta keep name dropping. Yourself. I know. Hey, I, I mean, they know you. me. Uh, Bill D. Luigi, um, uh, Ashley Rose, Tim McDonald, they all wrote all the songs with me. And then my producer, Bill Warner, he's amazing too. We've done a lot of work together in the past. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm super excited for the project. So just getting all the assets and everything together for release. But mm-hmm. it should be um, dropping this month, October. This month. Yeah. October. Actually, this is coming out in November. Oh. So, yeah, because we, <laughs> like we like to be professional. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, by the time. Schedule. <laughs> well, by the time this is out, you will be listening to the music, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll all be listening to it. It's yeah. like It's like that. So, yeah, I guess you're good, like, how does it feel like to not have to be writing? <laughs> well, I love writing, and that's actually, I mean, having a full-time job, it gets hard. I wish I had more time for writing because mm-hmm. creating a song from nothing mm-hmm. is um, one of my favorite things to do, and I love mm-hmm. co-writing because, like, just vibing with people. And, of course, there's always those awkward ones. It's just, like, going on a blind date, mm-hmm. but... um. Yeah, I mean, it's nice, I guess, not to be right and being, like, stressed, like, I have to find the perfect songs, mm-hmm. but um, I wish I had more time for it. And I plan to um, complete an entire album, so still continuing to write, and mm-hmm. I write every day, like, by myself, mm-hmm. so. Well, I'd be more than happy to write with you. Okay. I always, like, find, like, people, and you seem fun, so we can have fun writing. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm not awkward. I Courtney, promise. you can come, too. Get, just get on the executive producer yeah. list. <laughs> I'll sit. 
You'll be our muse. I want. I always want to get like yeah, like an executive producer role because like what an executive producer basically is is like sometimes you just shout out ideas. Which uh, another show on our network, America the Podcast, it's like a political show. Okay. I like send ideas to the, the host. I'm just like, I'm technically like a producer on this show, like an executive producer. Because I'm not like making the episodes, but mm-hmm. I'm just like throwing out ideas while I be lazy. <laughs> well, hey, it, it was works. like something is like Hurricane Harvey happened. I'm like, all right, say something about how George Bush doesn't like black people. <laughs> oh my God. I, I like that. Like, it's like crickets. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Um, cause, yeah, because you don't like Kanye, I forgot. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why we started talking about the Kardashians. That's why we started talking about the Kardashians. All because of Kanye. It's all we're all coming to a loop. And so now we're gonna we're getting close to the end. Mm-hmm. So we've been waiting for this moment since before the break. You have any good drinking stories? <laughs> like tell as many as you want. Um I know, I've been trying to, like, think about it, but I've been so distracted with all the questions you've been asking me. Um, I have, like, a drinking habit that's happened, like, a few times. Can I, I guess I'll share that. Yeah, like, drinking stories, I'm, like, trying to think. There's been, like, a lot. One thing, the the floor at Florida Georgia Line, this is, like, a PSA. People need to be careful because... Um, and keep in mind, this is a bar. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, Florida Georgia Line, not the actual Florida Georgia Line, but the bar um, on Broadway. It's like really slick. So I think I like d- d- chipped my bone in my elbow this Ugh. summer. Yeah, and it was just like a really slick floor, and I'm not the only one that's fallen. People have fallen. So be careful out there, kids. Um, <laughs> also, don't drink and slip. Don't drink and slip. Don't drink and slide. Just, yeah, just don't drink at all. Um, but my drunk habit is I'm really obsessed with cookout, like really like it a lot. <laughs> so, um, and so much so that I was a cookout milkshake for Halloween last year. But that is my drunken habit. Like I always go to I've been good lately, but I used to be really bad and go, like, after every night of drinking, so. So, like, cookout, wait. It's a fast food restaurant. Okay, so. It's on West End. That's, it's really good. If you haven't tried it, look it up. It's amazing. Yeah, holla. Yeah. Okay, cookout. I'll have to go check it. I, I just a serious. It's the only, you can get so much food for $5. They have this thing called a tray, and, um. You can get a chicken quesadilla, chicken fingers as a side, french fries, and then you can get a milkshake, too. And they're fancy shakes. I actually really want one now, talking about it. Jeez, I actually want to get one. We haven't had dinner yet, so. I know. Cookout. I'm going to go treat Courtney to some fast food. Okay. (laughs) I was like, I'd come with you, but. This is my love life right now. Courtney. So, Courtney. (laughs) So, we're dating. So, I'll let you two have your date. Any any more good stories? (laughs) Um, none that I want to share on here, but <laughs> none, Courtney, I go downtown a lot. If you want to meet me, hang out, hit mm-hmm. me up. <laughs> she, she just forgets a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. She yeah, mm-hmm. which is probably a good if you thing. Go to, like just go to the, the Florida Georgia line, uh, <laughs> find the blonde girl who slips. Yeah, that's me. You can pick me up if I fall. <laughs> just like stand there, like catch you and like, is this love? <laughs> yes. It was um, meant to be. If you buy me a cookout tray, yeah. If anyone wants to date me, I like um, romantic nights, candlelit cookout. So pretty easy, <laughs> pretty cheap. <laughs> so yeah, you gotta you gotta hit hit the line. Um, where can they these love interests reach you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can look me up on Facebook. Look at my music page. If you like my music page, you might have a chance. <laughs> so Rachel Trip Music is where you can find me. Okay. Uh, yeah. Instagram, probably. Instagram, Rachel Chip Music. Um, yeah, it's going to be a pop rock album. It's going to be pretty badass, pretty hardcore mm-hmm. than 
the little blonde girl that most people are used to. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited for it to listen to it. And I've loved what I've, I think I've heard so far mm-hmm. of your music. So I'm really uh, pumped. And so Twitter and Instagram to Pornhub. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> maybe maybe one day. Maybe I'm it'll be like, like Kim porn- K. I'm hoping as long as... I say this like every episode. Spoiler alert for those of you. If this is your first episode. Because like I wait to see the person's reaction. Um, and I'm, and at some point, Pornhub... Oh, yeah, and that's a sticker. A Star oh, yeah, Wars no, sticker. I like it, Star Wars. Yeah, I think there's like a... Yeah, it's a really crappy seat. Um, it's like, what if I actually had a Pornhub? And I was like, yeah, it's um, it's Rachel Tripp. <laughs> I just look up Rachel Tripp on Pornhub. Some of my best works up there. <laughs> Exactly. So So entertaining. God, I love the direction that answer pulls. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Uh, And like always, watch more shows like this on wafflebuttmedia.com. And like always, stay awesome. Casting.